Um, what's up, y'all? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh my god, this is so weird. This is weird. It is it's weird. Strange. It's new. It's different. It is new and different. And just yeah. FYI, um. <laughs> that delay. I didn't know the delay would be that much because when I said my clap. Both of y'all said clap at the same time, but it was like two seconds after I had been done, so I don't know. But we'll see. And I and I heard the, and I heard the airs clap after. Oh wow! Mine. So yeah. I heard clap, clap. Oh. And it'll it'll happen like that, but on the recording it should be fine because. Yeah. It's real time where you are. Right. That's true. Okay. I'm 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 gonna play around with it. I'm gonna play around <laughs> with it. So for y'all listening, we're we're, we're in different yeah. locations now. We're, we're working this out. This is kind of a test test podcast for y'all. We know we've been away for a little while. So what's up? What's up? We are here. This is yeah. Mike speaking, by the way. Go this ahead, is Eric. Eric. You have the floor. It's fine. <laughs> 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 and this is Dear. And we are here. And we are trying to do this. Yeah. So there's a there's a smidgen of a delay. There will be probably less harmonizing right. um, <laughs> than, than usual. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Well, should we tell them why? Like, I, like we're all kind of separated. Like, I'm in D.C. right yes. now. I'm in Maryland, and, but I actually moved from one part of Maryland to another part. So I'm like an hour and a half away from where I was originally. But I'm still in Maryland. So. And I'm technically, well, right now I'm in Houston, Texas, but I'm in ATL now. So. Yeah, so yeah, we're Way across the here. globe here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can reach me by trailway. Yes. I'm not gonna even try. I'll give so, it up. Well, give it up. <laughs> we got to just. <laughs> we gonna show you how we mm-hmm. Yeah, we I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to sing a little bit with y'all. I don't know how this gonna turn out. I guess you guys listening will be the first to know what becomes exactly. of this experiment. We, so. we hope it works. Or Mike we, yeah. when he tries to sync this all up. Yeah, yeah. So send y'all send y'all's like good vibes and your well wishes, prayers, whatever you however you want to term it, send it my way, because this will be an interesting task to take on. And you know, the longer that <laughs> that recordings go, there's phase um, issues. And phase issues means that eventually it starts to get a little bit out of sync. So we'll see. We'll see. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna keep the good vibes, though. We're going to keep good vibes. So. Yeah. We can do this <laughs> by the power of <laughs> right. dim. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking <laughs> of dim, we hope that you all have been keeping up with us on our social media um, outlets, like on Instagram and Facebook. We've been posting... Um, new music we've been working on. We've had a, a recent uh, photo shoot, new pictures. Then we had a lyric video, which was the combination of that. So even though the podcast has been, you know, delayed a couple of weeks, we've been doing stuff. So hopefully you guys have been connected, plugged in. Yeah, and thank you guys for all the support because I know that um, we mentioned this before, but I, I love seeing the pictures that you guys have sent of like, look, we're not just listening to, um, hold my breath or to right. steal you. Like we're buying yes. this. And so we've gotten pictures and also the love for the photo shot by Leonard Poteet. Um, he's a really great photographer and he, um, did a great mm-hmm. job. Um, <laughs> I think it's, it's funny that, uh, DeMarcus's, um, transformation has really, really stole, really stole the show. I, I knew it was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, that's know. cute. That's cute or whatever. That's cute or whatever. I mean, I, I get it. Cause what's so funny is, 
when we first talked about you doing the sleeveless thing, I remember you kind of feel like you might not be ready, but it's funny because you can see through those pictures just how dramatically different you look. It's kind of, it's really, um, it's really amazing. Like it's really dramatic, you know, it so, is. Yeah. You better do mm-hmm. it. I'm trying y'all. I'm trying, do it. I'm just trying something different, trying something new. We'll see what happens. I don't know where it's going to lead me. I don't know where it's going. I'm just doing. And then twenty summer 2018, we'll just see what, what happens. We'll see what, what comes of it. Well, it actually reminds me of it reminds me of a podcast we did a while back where I talked about how when I put on a little more mask, how I started getting the daddy comments. And you know, I just couldn't help but chuckle to myself because I saw you were getting the same the same mm-hmm. thing. I didn't even. I didn't get ripped like you got ripped. But I just. I was like, oh, and I'm saying, okay, Zaddy. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. of these comments I've gotten, some of the DMs and inbox stuff. I was like, okay, this is a. Oh, uh, it's a lot. I can it's imagine. A lot. It's just funny the different energy you attract because gay males tend to, and I'm sure you got female stuff too but you know we gotta make it I'm, I'm making it gay like i do <laughs> but gay black males in particular or well gay males in general of any race we tend to face a lot of assumptions about what you are like as a person especially sexually right. based on how you look and so it's kind of like when you're really really slender you're like a bottom twink whatever and then when you get some muscle or some thickness mm-hmm. it's like oh you're a man now like it's a you're a man you're you're a daddy now you're like, like a top now mm-hmm. and and it's ridiculous because it's ridiculous because tops and bobs could be any fucking right. size but you know right. um and, and it could even be any type of temperament they could be really really femme or really really masculine quote unquote and um a really really butch would probably be a more appropriate term and either way they could rock either way or both ways you know so it's just kind of but it's funny how people do that you know that's so but true i was yeah. like demarcus a top now like <laughs> you know? right that's what people are that's how people think you know that is yeah. so true i th- I, th- I think it's, it's great true. though just to see the transformation if, if for those of you who follow us if you go from like our first photo shoot and just check how our style yeah you know and even our bodies have transformed in so many different ways it's just it's just awesome to see yeah you know and our music see our music has changed we've been getting compliments about why wow, you guys have just been you know evolving and evolving so we have much more to share with you all. We have much more coming. So, you know, I honestly credit the podcast yeah. a little bit with that because I think that part of it, to me, what I see in the photos and what I hear in the music is that we've all become more, even more right. comfortable in our mm-hmm. own skin, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that translates to being in front of the camera and being even more comfortable in front of the camera because I feel like you could see even more of our personalities, I guess. Like, I feel like we've, like we've always had good photographers and I feel like they've always done a great mm-hmm. job. Oh, but yeah. I feel like this is the most us we've ever I been agree. in front of a camera. I, agree. I guess, <laughs> yeah. And we're going to have some more comments too. <laughs> That's what's up though. So yeah, so y'all check it out. Check out our new pics yeah. if you haven't already. Go to our Instagram page, check them out. Go to our YouTube page, Check them out as well. Listen to the new music. Go to our SoundCloud, iTunes. Just plug in. Oh, and I have one more thing to add to on the on the YouTube mm-hmm. page for Hold mm-hmm. My Breath. Somebody left a comment saying like these guys are homosexuals. They sure did. And, oh um, yeah, I remember. Somebody, that, yeah. yeah, but some if somebody, but they, the the intent was clearly like to shame or to or to like you know deride or whatever. But somebody left a comment like like great, yeah, or like good, a smiley or face like or something, that. Yeah. and it got mm-hmm. a bunch. Yeah, and like, and, I, and it got a bunch of likes, and I just love mm-hmm. that. Like, thank y'all for just yeah. um, 
I was like, I love, I love our mm-hmm. fans, you know, and our supporters because that could have easily been like, you know, and don't be, da-da-da. but it was like right. great <laughs> smiley face, and then a whole bunch of likes, and they was like, good, you know, like isn't it like I forgot what it exactly was, but it was something like, isn't it great, exactly, or and so yeah. um. Yeah, so I, I I love that that like I I, I even so me and Mike even talked and I was like, now we're not gonna take it. I remember Mike was like, the intent might be to shame, but ain't no shame. I was like it's true though. Right, like, we we are like I despite what you meant, mm-hmm. you know, you know, despite with the the energy of it. I was like I, I'm I, again I'm proud of us. I feel like at one point when we first started, even for the three of us, that might have gone a slightly different right. way. And so and then, um, right, but this exactly. time it's like well. Fair, fair, yeah, fair is fair. You know, because there was a time, and I think all of us can probably agree, or at least I say for myself, that to be called out in that way would have been um, an opportunity to think that's a, you know, you're, you're like you just said, you're shaming me, or that that's going to make me feel better. There's something wrong with that. But to me now, it's to the point where if someone were to say, oh, well, these guys are heterosexual. Well, yes, we are. You know, or why? You know, that's who we are. So to say someone's homosexual, to me, is the same thing. I, I think it helps to normalize um, the humanity of it all. You know what I mean? No longer no longer right. calling someone gay right. has to be viewed as um, derogatory. But like you said, the intent might be there. Right. But that's just like, well, the sky is blue. You may not like blue, but the sky is blue. It's a color. It's valid. I mean, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> so it's like this is the whole thing of if there's no hater within then the hater outside can do right. no harm or whatever. It's something more mm-hmm. clever the hater yeah. without can do. It's like, to me, I get irritated when black people get upset if you say somebody's dark right. skin. They're like, oh, you know, she, he's dark skin. Uh, he's not that dark skin. Exactly. Like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, mm-hmm. whoa. Why does it have to automatically be <laughs> a net? But, but the thing is, but we know why, just like homosexual, right. like like if you're darker, if it's relative to other most other people on the planet, if you're dark skin. But it doesn't have to be bad. But if you mm-hmm. feel like, because the history of how it's been used, so I, yeah. I get it. But um, I like when people um, like let yeah, homosexual accurate, mm-hmm. um, dark skin accurate, or even like now um, I listen to a lot of body positive kind of podcasts, and I even hear like you know a lot of people taking back the word fat, and they're like you know I'm fat, like don't don't I'm not thick, I'm not thick, I'm fat, and that's okay, like right. and what exactly. you know what I mean, and I and I know a lot of people go oh like you're just trying to be unhealthy, I don't mean that, I mean just people owning mm-hmm. like yeah I have a bigger body and what like say what say what exactly. you want you know mm-hmm. um so it just is what it is like you're not gonna shame me with this it it is what it it just is what it is you know you're not so shame um. Me. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a fan of I'm just a fan, and life is too freaking short, it is very short to um to stress over what people think. Like y'all, you know, Hurricane Harvey hit a few weeks ago, and now we're dealing with Irma. Mm-hmm. But with Hurricane Harvey, as some of y'all know already, my older brother's house got destroyed by a fucking right. tornado. Yeah, those pictures. Like were what crazy. the entire fuck? That is like, crazy. <laughs> what the what the mm. fuck? Whose house? Like, and I'm gonna say it again. During a hurricane, a tornado destroyed my brother's house. Or so a tornado spawned from the conditions of this hurricane. Mm, yeah. Hit my brother's house square on, only doing periphery damage to the houses on the side of him and doing no damage mm, to any other house. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. That is so crazy. That's insane. It is insane. Like, that's insane. But, like, apparently there was a waterway, like, behind him that kind of created kind of like a makeshift landing strip mm-hmm. almost but mm-hmm. the thing is the details of that not even the point like the point is like 
his niece, like, um, I mean, my niece, his daughter, she was awakened by her glass window exploding and, like, sending glass into mm-hmm. her back. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my younger niece, whose biggest fear is thunderstorms, like, fuck, you know, I'd, I'm like, I hope this girl can get work past this. Um, yeah. She, like, she was freaking out as she watched the roof mm-hmm. cave in. Part of the roof got torn off, another part caved in. Basically, they very easily could have died. They had a 10-month-old son. They're holding in their arms. And so it just kind of made me realize, like, and y'all know I went through Hurricane Katrina. We were trapped in an attic for three days, airlifted off roof by helicopter. I really low-key feel like it's some Final Destination mm-hmm. shit where um, <laughs> where the universe is like, you're going to catch this hurricane. Like, you're going <laughs> right, yeah. to catch this hurricane. Because <laughs> I- ironically, my brother and his family were out of town when Katrina hit. So it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. that they get this crazy focused strike from Mother mm-hmm. Nature. But... It just reminds me, like, and even if, like, literally four days before Katrina hit and we just heard about this potential hurricane and, like, it might be bad, I was making all kind of plans for my life in New Orleans where I was born and raised. You just never know where life is going to take you tomorrow. You never know if you're going to have your life tomorrow. I just know at this point in my life, I'm not waiting for 2018 to make this resolution. I'm just trying to be free. Like, I just want to be free and not be stressing over what other people think of me all the time. I do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. just so easy. I to know f- that um, yeah. I, I, I tend to fall into a what I would call a macro mentality. And I think that sometimes, you know, that, that can be mm-hmm. beneficial, you know, thinking for the future, whatever, whatever. But at times for me, it's been detrimental because, you know, having a macro mentality, it almost takes my mind away from, but look what the moment that I'm in, you know, I'm healthy. Um, I, yeah. I do have a place yeah. to live. Yep. I have friends. Um, I'm, I'm, I am working on goals. Like I'm in the moment. And so I want to keep that. So, yeah, I plan for the future, but I'm here in this moment and I don't want to waste it. I don't. Yeah, life is exactly now. right. Exactly, I don't want to always be working yep. toward, working toward that I never lived in. You know what I mean? Like I never lived in the moment and just enjoyed where I'm at and tr- and 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 respected the process. There are goals, but I want to enjoy the process getting there. You know, so it just helped me to be more peaceful and to be more grateful. That really increased my gratefulness just to experience life every moment. So yeah. that's that's what I've been working on too. So yeah. I'm excited about that. You know. I'm excited. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, amen. Speaking of which, like, we're going to be performing for the Maryland Performing Arts Center on uh, the mm-hmm. 17th um, to raise money for uh, a few charitable organizations that are benefiting hurricane right. victims. But um, one thing that I want to share that we, the three of us were talking about kind of off the air was how I get really annoyed as some of my super spiritual, hotep, law of attraction, Christian, whatever, brothers and sisters who just like, I'm going to pray, 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 positive vibe, positive vibes. That's real. That's wonderful. I'm a big Me fan too. of energy and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. But you also have to do, do some shit. Like, I know that after Katrina, like... The toiletries and the clothing that was donated helped me out a lot. And positive vibes are right. welcome. That's great. But also, if you could, like, offer food mm-hmm. or money or actual help. And I think that sometimes people, like I've ranted about before, like, even even in the Bible, they say faith without works is dead. You still have to do some right. shit. Even the law of attraction, people use that wrong. Like, it's not like... Um, I'm going to focus on like the imagery of me, my shoelaces being tied. <laughs> Bitch, you have the faculties <laughs> to like bend over and tie your fucking right. shoes. Like, dude, like I'm just going to focus on imagining mm-hmm. the taste of the scrambled eggs in my mouth and the set. Sa- like, no, you go and cook it. Like, 
the law of attraction doesn't just bring up it brings about opportunities yeah. in which to act right. it brings about inspiration with which to act it brings about people into your life whom you can act you know in conjunction mm-hmm. with so it's not just this like passive thing of just i'll just sit and let the world yeah. revolve i just constantly see a lot of people just are like you're abusing that concept that's not what the law of attraction right. means like at some point you have to do some shit same thing with faith like christian concept of faith is very similar you don't pray just so you can sit and let stuff fall mm-hmm. into your lap bitch get on top and yeah, do some do work works. you, you have gotta to. do something you know that's from Noah's Ark. That's, that's from Noah's Ark. You know, but that's that's so true. <laughs> Baby though. cat, that was his hit that, song. That, that is so true. And I, and I, it that's, is. That's, I actually that's... thought it was funny. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say I thought it was funny because, uh, like, even just going back to what Eric just said about praying. <laughs> um, one of my cousins, she sent me a message. She was like, you know, I saw your picture. You look great now. Well, she said you look great. She didn't say now. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I just, I just, okay. I just shaded myself. Damn. Um, no, she said you look great. Um, and she said, um, you know, it's it's great that when you pray for something like that, it just happens. I was like, um, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't pray for a better body. You know, like I have to actually go to the gym and work for it. Right. That's not how prayer works. That's not Gosh, how works that is all. so it's funny. Yeah. That's so. The thing is that the thing yeah. that I love. God's not protecting hurricane victims. God's using his magical abilities to make you right, fine. Right, that's he's exactly. That's, <laughs> right. That's, that's the understanding. That's so, so crazy. People are dying in Texas, but De'Aire got muscles, mm-hmm. though. Like, come on. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's the only yeah. thing about <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people of faith where the whole concept of believing in a higher power, which is fine. That's totally fine. But I feel like it has really rendered so many people powerless and just... In a sense, hopeless. You know what I mean? It's it's and it's and and lazy and lazy because it's easy just to put all the responsibility yeah. on an unseen deity. And if things happen well, then the deity gets all the praise. And if things don't happen, then the deity is you know in control. And it's, well, there's nothing I could do. It was God's will. You know what I mean? And it's it's just especially uh, what's so insulting to yeah. me when people lose their right. lives. Well, when people survive. Right. And, and they go, oh, God, God, you know, it's because of my faith. God, God said otherwise. But what about when the ch- when children die like they have in, in Hurricane yeah. Harvey? So God didn't love right. them as much. They didn't have as much faith. I feel like that's a really slippery it slope. Is. And it's a big fuck you to the other Christians who also believe in God. Like, like so what? So, like, they, I got that favor or, or, like, like, I recently saw a tweet um <laughs> from Tweet, mm-hmm. the singer Tweet, about how she was in the hospital, but God brought her out. I was like, but what about the millions of people who don't right. get brought out? So fuck them. God mm-hmm. said, fuck you. Like, So right. I feel like that's such a slippery slope. And that's part of what we talked about in the past, about about how part of what makes it easy to criticize <laughs> some of these spiritual practices is how, like, yeah, like, if, if something good happens, God gets mm-hmm. all the praise. If something bad happens, then somehow we we use our cognitive abilities to formulate a million and five right. excuses. Exactly. You know? And so, or like Kirk, Kirk Cameron from Growing Pains. Remember mm-hmm. he played Mikey? I do remember him. 
He was yeah, talking about, uh, you know, God sent us these hurricanes to, for, like, to, to put us back in awe and to humble <laughs> us. I'm like, it's really easy for you to say when, when your son's right, not dead, exactly. you know, or when, when your wife's mm-hmm. not killed. You know, there are people who lost their lives, you know, and even making it less severe, people just lost their homes and, like, their mm-hmm. way of life. And I'm like, dude, you, I don't know, people just kill me sometimes. Like, yeah. you just, you're really speaking from a place of... You sound like an ass right now. Like it's just so. It is, and it's, it's extreme. Or like what you saw with what's his name? Who's that? The 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 minister who was Joe who, Osteen, who, who was keeping people out the church until everybody oh, put him Oste- on blast. Joe Osteen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. That whole situation was crazy because, you know, he's this is not the first time that Joe Osteen has been in, as they say, hot waters. Like. Apparently, if you do some research on him, there's been many accusations against him and his ministry. And of course, now just because there are accusations doesn't mean it's true, but it's ironic that a lot of the accusations center around money and how the whole tax thing mm. and, and what he does with the money and all that kind of stuff. And and just let's be face it, you know, if mm. you if you do research and, and check the history of many many mega, mega pastors throughout the years, so many of them have been convicted of money laundering and all that kind of stuff, you know, stealing from their congregation, using money for personal gain, all of that. So it's, it's not unheard of. But um but yeah, this this is not the first time that he's been called out for not showing what people would expect to be christian behavior you know in a time of need so i don't know i i i I just i think it's i think it's wild and we need more balance you know if if you want to be a person of faith and and you want to believe in a higher power that helps to direct your life's paths that's great but you know i just wish that there was some empathy involved in that there was some more work involved in that for those who don't do it I, i i know that there are christians who don't who who pray and they also put work with their prayers and stuff. So we're not we're not talking to right, you right, or, or yeah. even Buddhists or other religions too. But um but for those of you who know you ain't doing shit, yeah. you know. And for the record, like I have friends who listen to yeah. the podcast. Yeah, I have friends who listen. I mean, I have friends who are hardcore yeah. Christians, and I and I'll give them credit. Yeah. I have friends. Shout out to to JP, one of my mm. friends from New Orleans. He like like immediately like he he lives in Houston, but he was in Atlanta when the hurricane hit. And he immediately started putting together like, um, like, like compiling goods yeah. and stuff. And he like, even before he flew back to Houston, he had like, he was collecting stuff at a friend's house to give to the victims. And then he went and delivered shit mm. himself, wow. like in person. Like he went with people he knew and was helping people with their homes and giving people water and, and, and toiletries and clothing and diapers for their babies. And I was like, this dude is yeah. on it. Like, like just, yeah, exactly. like just didn't just say it. But went and followed through, and like I could tell you, it means a lot to me because I know that when Katrina hit, um, a lot of the money. Because when I came to DC, people kept saying, "Oh, you want a handout? You got all this money." I'm like, "Bitch, mm. where? Like, where's this money I got?" Um, I didn't get any money. In fact, I was just told recently that um, on a website that lets you see like leftover funds, like I'm owed money from New Orleans or something. I have to go collect it. I don't mm. know how much it is, but um, a family member just told me that my name is on this site. But what I did get that I appreciated was toothbrush, toilet yeah. tissue, shirts, jeans. I didn't have no right. clothes. My, all, right. It was destroyed, you know. And so, um, and that stuff really, it really helped. And like this barber, I remember this barber who came and gave us haircuts for yeah. free. And like, the thing is, there were a lot of people who helped in just little mm. ways. Like the barber didn't give us a bunch of money. We didn't need that. 
he gave us a haircut so we can go I go on job interviews and stuff and try to get my mm-hmm. life back together. Or people gave me clothes. Or like, um, actually, um, a like back in the day, Leonard was one of the people when he was my when he was hired to be my image consultant, bought me clothes, like helped me get clothes to that I could go and like perform in and um he used his hookups as a stylist mm. and stuff to get me like jackets I could wear for interviews and performances and stuff. And like like just like whatever whatever your skill set is or whatever you can do. Use it. Yeah. Just and sometimes if you can only give money then so be it. You know, like and just do a little research into like because I feel like Red Cross to be a little shady See, sometimes, but try to give money, like do a little research. I was about to ask about that because um, I, I recently, you know, from Hurricane Harvey and and now we have the Irma coming through. I've been seeing more criticism for yeah, Red Cross yeah. and what they actually do with their funds. I can't speak on it because I don't know, but I've I've been reading that lately that Red Cross ain't always you know about that good life. That you know they might be kind well, of claims no. that they and you, you know what it's, it's the claim is that they keep ninety what is it Ooh. ninety cents out of every dollar or something like that. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> oh no, baby, what right. are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and that's wow. so crazy. That is so wow. crazy because um, a lot of people they do feel more comfortable than just just give a donation, especially if they're not in the area of stress you know if they're not in texas right, or they're not right. in florida and they're like in california like well i'm not there so i can't actually do something hand in hand so it's just easy for me to go on and donate money and 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 i get it that's that's a great thing to do but if they're if they're going to these organizations like demarcus just mentioned that potentially could be taking 90 cents out of a dollar like that's i tell you man like one thing i will say about the bible <laughs> one thing i will say about the bible about that verse that says <laughs> the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, maybe I won't say all evil, but mm-hmm. the love of money clearly as is the root of all kinds of evil. You know, people just taking advantage right. of each other. That's I just agree. crazy. That's just crazy. But, mm, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you this, too. Like, I don't know the inner workings of the mm-hmm. Red Cross, but I know that, you know, um, we were we were rescued by, by the Coast Guard off our rooftop years ago with Katrina, and we were dropped off at this little makeshift bus station, and there was a Red Cross like truck handing out sandwiches mm-hmm. and stuff, and I just remember like being so mad because like right when we got dropped off, the Red Cross had given off like the last of its sandwiches and they were out of food, so we didn't eat for like a day mm-hmm. or whatever. Which is, I mean, you don't die from one day of not eating, but it was just like. And the truck was just there, just sitting. I'm like, you only had enough sandwiches for, like, what, 50 people? Mm. Like, damn. Like, come on. So, um, I just, I, I, even then, I was like, what, what is, what are you yeah. good for? <laughs> right. You know? If exactly. you're not going. <laughs> you know? Like, wh- why are you right. here? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, you're just sitting up, like, feeling good about yourself. You know, we're the Red Cross. Like, yeah. Like, way to feed, like. A handful yeah, of people. That's, that's, so, um, like, what kind of emergency? That that really sh- it, it's it's sad to really see how in times of disaster, the ug- the the beauty, the love and beauty of humanity can be shown, but the ugliness can be shown too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I saw. Yep. Now, now I know yeah. we have to be careful with like certain pictures and memes online or whatnot, but I don't know if y'all saw this or not. Um, but I saw a picture, and and actually Best Buy apparently apologized for it, but somebody was selling water for like $60 a bottle or something crazy during um, yeah. Hurricane oh. Harvey. And, and, and it prompted Best Buy to speak out saying, 
um, that was not us. That was that store. The, it was the managers or the workers at that store, Best Buy. We do not condone that type of behavior. We would never take advantage of people in time of need. But it's just the idea that people would even do that. It's mm -hmm. just disgusting. It, is ir it, it makes me irate. Exploitation. I hate it. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yep. See, I heard $20 a bottle from other local groceries, and that pissed yeah, me off, crazy. too, like other little shops. Like more, and, that, and that's still crazy. I didn't even know about the Best Buy right. thing. But that's not... And even like, and they did the thing with the looting thing right. again, like like the white people trying to survive versus the black people looting. I've seen that again. It was it wasn't as hardcore as it mm. was with Katrina because I feel like people shut that down mm. faster. But I saw that again. It's just kind of funny mm. how it's just funny how that works. But I just know that um, I'm keeping pe folks in my prayers and sending positive vibes their way yeah. and all that stuff. Praying means a little something different for me than I guess what it means to a lot yeah. of people. But more like kind of just focusing like good vibes and energy and i'm also going to do what mm -hmm. i can um for me but my thoughts my thoughts and prayers quote unquote are with the people with having to deal with irma now it feel like the world's kind of going a little crazy um nature wise yeah. Yeah. so um just like to everybody going through it yeah we too, like too. take it seriously and take definitely care of definitely and well, I, that's I, the thing trying to come no to go ahead demarcus go ahead. take it seriously mm -hmm. there's several people who are like kind of I mean, I get it. It's one thing to make memes and kind of joke about it or whatever, but when you're actually in it and you're just joking about it and people are worried and concerned about your safety, I think people need to just kind of yeah. be a little bit more cognizant of that. You know, um, you are you know, so right. I agree. It's just, yeah. That's true. I, I, and I have seen those, those certain memes where... I guess it's intended to make light of the situation, but can we really make light of that type of situation? I mean, can you can you imagine? Well, Eric, Eric right. clearly you can imagine because you've been in it before. But just to have your home ripped away and, you know, you potentially could die and someone you know did die. I mean, that's, I don't know. There's, there has to be other ways for us to deal with what's going on versus that, you know. So that, that does seem kind of insensitive. So I feel you on that. No, I tell my dude all the time that I think one of the hardest things these days is that it's very hard for people to realize that other people right. are real. I think that as much as social media connects us, it also kind of creates this mm -hmm. veil where we feel like it kind of makes us unreal at the it's, same time because we see each other through. It's this almost filter, like watching a movie through these curated yeah. images. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's like watching a fucking yeah. movie, and I think that it's hard for people to realize. Um, and I get it now because during Katrina, I was right after Katrina, I was very bitter and both of y'all know I, I had debilitating panic attacks afterward. And I now realize after having a little bit of therapy and also some time to think and meditating mm -hmm. is that I was angry and I was angry at people for treating me like, like nigga, get over it and get, mm -hmm. keep it moving. And mm -hmm. I was like, don't they, don't they realize what I went mm -hmm. through? Like, and I felt like I didn't have time or permission to digest my feelings. So I had a lot of bitterness and anger towards humanity as a whole for a long mm -hmm. time. But now, now being on this end, being in DC, which is quite safe right now, like nature wise, um, and watching it on TV, I was like, mm -hmm. I get it. I feel the distance. Had I not lived through it, like, I feel like my prior experience still gives me like a pathway mm -hmm. to connect. But I really do get how it's plastered all across TV and you can get kind of yeah. numb to it. And they and even the news will sensationalize stuff that doesn't even need to be sensationalized. Yes. You know? So you can kind of get 
you can get numb. There's a numbness and there's a distance that you can feel. And after a while, it's like, okay. Yeah. Even I felt like, okay, I'm ready to turn the channel. Like, y'all, y'all getting carried away. You know, and so I, I get it now. But I have to keep reminding myself. And our mom, I do, like, th- they're real. Like, this is really right. happening to real mm. people in yeah, real life. Exactly. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my brother. Yeah, especially, like I said, it's different when you. I'm no, just, go I'm ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say it's different when you, you know, when you have people in it. Like, like you said, like with Eric's situation and him going through Katrina, mm-hmm. and then in you know Harvey's situation, I'm like, I have so many people I know in Houston, mm-hmm. and now we have Irma. I'm like, I have so many people I know in Florida, and these people are actually about you know, well, Florida in Florida's case, they're about to go through it, but right. you know, friends of mine who lost their homes and cars and everything in in Houston, and it's just it's ridiculous. It's crazy how we can disconnect from it so easily. But yeah, it, that that's so true. That is so true. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that um, my brother. Is one of my brothers is down in Florida, and my nephew is down in Florida. And my nephew, I know he left his university to go with his godparents to go to another location that was safer from you know the the pending storm. Oh, good. As far as my brother and um, him and his girl, they're staying where they're at um, because you know based off of their location, they should be pretty good. But they were also telling me, and this is just to kind of backtrack a little bit to what you said about sensationalism. Now. We can see on the news when you see the hurricanes ripping through, you know, these islands and just tearing things up. Obviously, that is happening. But just as also, they were telling me how there is definitely some sensationalism going on. And when I was watching the news, the language that they were using, the way that they were describing it, it's like the intent was just to put as much fear as possible in anyone who was listening. You know, and and, 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 it is a serious situation, but when you do that, that can like make things so much worse, and I just hate how the media operates sometimes. It's yes. like, oh my gosh, like y'all will do anything for oh, some ratings yeah. and for you know just to put people into complete panic. And I know they were trying to evacuate. I can't remember how many millions of people, like the the governor or whatever of Florida, um, you know, was telling like everybody needs to get out, everybody. And it's I don't know, it's just like pandemonium, and I'm like, right. oh my goodness, this is crazy. And see, that's why because like. I used to, I think we talked about this in a previous podcast, but like I had people who were like, why did y'all stay? Why did you and your family stay in New Orleans when Katrina hit? People don't realize when you live in an area like, when you live in an area like on the coast or especially like the Gulf of Mexico and stuff like that, parts of like New Orleans, Mississippi, Florida, you get, Houston, you get hurricane warnings all the time. Like, and, and the thing is, the news media always like there's so many times growing up in New Orleans, and if you're from New Orleans, you know, leave a comment. Like you know this shit is true. We used to get excited from the tropical storm warnings and hurricane scares because we knew we mm-hmm. get out of school and probably wasn't shit gonna right. happen. Cause mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, nothing would happen. Maybe a hard rain and nothing would happen. So it's like the boy who cried wolf. So when there finally is something worth fearing, you're not, again, you're not, because yeah. the, the news media wears it out. Mm-hmm. And so yep. there would even be like the comic strips in the local paper and the Times Picayune talking about, you know, the flood of, you know, 2000, whatever, getting showing like one drop of rain falling down. Cause that's, that's what the way the news mm-hmm. would do it. And we get out of school all the time. And in New Orleans now, my nephew goes to school in New Orleans, goes to high school in New Orleans. They got out of school when Hurricane Harvey was, was headed to, to wreak havoc upon wow. Texas and stuff. They didn't even get hit, but he got mm. out of school. And so, like, wow. it's that that was how I grew up. Like, I grew up missing school all the time. And, and then they would tack on extra days at the end of the summer, <laughs> and a lot of people would, I mean, at the end of the school year, and a lot of people wouldn't go to, like, make up for the missed yeah. days. And a lot mm-hmm. of people would be like, F this. But, um... <laughs> 
But yeah, that that reminds <laughs> you know, me living in the south and in, in that part of the south. That's that that reminded me of my upbringing yep. here <laughs> in the uh, on the east coast in Maryland. The, the exact thing, the exact thing that you're describing is what we went through for snow warnings. You know, snowstorms and stuff. And yeah. so, don't get me wrong. Yeah. There were times yeah. like we had the blizzard of '96. I will never forget. We were out of school for like two weeks or whatever. And so they tacked on days at the end of the summer. But then there were a lot of times where. Um, you know, they were saying, oh, a snowstorm is coming, snowstorm is coming, and they would put the fear into everyone. The grocery stores would be just totally chaos, all the water gone, all the food gone. Yeah, everyone yeah. getting scared, getting crazy, getting ready for this big snowstorm. The next day we get like .002 inches. You know what I mean? And it's, I'm like, what is exactly. happening? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, right, did, right. it's, it's right, like the media right. connected with the, the local businesses, so like they're trying to like help each other out or something. What is going on? But... I don't know, but we, I mean, we I mean, realistically, the, the same thing, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I was going to say the same thing happened with this, um, with this whole gasoline scare in, in Texas. Mm. People were going out buying gas and that was what was causing a gas shortage. Yes, mm. there are refineries here in Houston that were affected by the flooding, but there was no, there was never really a gas shortage, but because the media presented that to everyone mm -hmm. everybody just panicked and went out to buy gas therefore there was no fucking gas See? so yes the media plays a huge right. part in right. causing panic that is so <laughs> crazy oh my gosh the power of the media is scary at times it's just that's just crazy yep. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's how i feel i really feel for folks because one thing another thing too is like i know that the who, what was he? Some government official in Houston got flack for telling people not to evacuate at one point. And I know people, some people got mad. And I was like, the only people who could get mad are people who never had to fucking evacuate. Evacuations yep. are the fucking right. worst. When you yep. grow up, like at one point, because I grew up in New Orleans East, which is the Ninth War, but it's a, not lower Ninth War, but it's a, it's a part of the Ninth War that rarely flooded. In my lifetime, it didn't flood until Katrina, mm -hmm. ironically. But... I knew people who would be who would who would evacuate every time, and you get cramped on congested mm -hmm. roads. And what ends up happening is, since since hurricane season is in like the hottest part of fucking summer, you're trapped on a highway. You usually have to turn your car off. You usually don't have enough water and shit ready. And so, like, and if you're traveling with like elderly relatives and shit, you just out there with young children. You just out there in the heat, just sitting for hours. Mm. And so. It, like and then people don't realize like evacuating evacuation is expensive yes. not it's a privilege not everybody can just hop in a car not everybody has a car not everybody can just hop in a car and go somewhere and has friends and family or money for a hotel somewhere that's not everybody's mm -hmm. life and i think people don't get mm -hmm. that but that's why i'm glad that with irma and with harvey i saw numbers like hey if you can't evacuate call this number we're gonna right. help you out and so i'm like okay we're learning exactly. we're learning exactly but um because it's not that easy mm -hmm. Yeah, and thinking about Florida's case, it's like y'all trying to evacuate. Uh, you're essentially trying to evacuate an entire state. Right. You know, Houston's case, it was like right. get out of Houston. We're talking about Florida. Mm. Okay, that's a lot of people. People be mad at <laughs> folks. Be mad at rush hour and traffic. <laughs> right. But how are you gonna feel when the whole state trying to go right. at once? Like right. you mad when a small percentage of the population is driving at five right. o'clock? Like what you gonna do when the whole state is fleeing in terror? Like people don't really like if you don't know now you know. Like but it's not it's not that easy. Like people who stay aren't mm. idiots, but it's a, there's a lot of perils and a lot of like mm -hmm. practical. There's some fuckery to even trying that to leave. So, so it's mm -hmm. not always. 
as cut and dry. And so just trying to explain the mindset, because I know I just got that a lot. Like, why'd y'all stay? Y'all was stupid for staying. Y'all was stupid for staying. I'm like, when you grow up in it, and they're not telling you not shit different from what they said before. Like, yeah, yeah, this is the big one. That's what you said the last mm-hmm. 80 times, news media. And then you think about how all the horror stories you hear from your friends and family about the last time they tried to evacuate. You're like, fuck this. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, we going to ride this shit out. It's, especially if you're in an area like where a hurricane hasn't flooded the area since the 1940s or a tornado hasn't hit since like 1950 mm-hmm. you're like okay we good you know and so you, nobody ever thinks that you're gonna be the one in a million right. shot like you know like to be hit but apparently if you if you related to me you will be so just be on oh, the lookout my. but um <laughs> but yeah so i just i just i encourage people these days the way na- the way nature set up you just never know. So I feel like it's almost worth it to take every warning to heart at this point because um, when you're in the position of, oh, shit, I'm chest deep in water, you'd be like, okay, I kind of wish <laughs> – I kind of wish I just would have been inconvenienced and and um, and, and left or whatever. It's it's tough. It's, it's tough to call yeah. sometimes, but – not to just beat a dead horse, but because um, I know we got to – it's an hour, so we got to kind of wrap We've it up. We've been talking for but, an hour? Yeah, but just – Wow, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I guess some things don't change. <laughs> Come on, long distance right. podcast. Yeah. Nah, that's yeah. That that's that's something else. But but like we said, you know, on with our thoughts and energy and love is is out to everyone, and then also our our physical yeah. ability to do something. Let us do what we can do with whatever we have. So right. right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. well, all right, yeah. you guys, as we all touch yeah. and agree on right. one accord. Um, exactly. <laughs> and so, if you're hearing this, people, <laughs> if, if you're hearing this, then you, then you know that the test has gone well, that I was able to edit these files as need be, yeah. and uh, we will see y'all the next time. We're going to keep it going, keep you guys posted. Bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye, y'all. Peace. Bye.